They'd make me count to ten and hold my hand out and then keep it steady. But you know what I think really impressed them was the fact that I didn't turn into a fucking monster. Welcome everyone to Modern Escapism's The Last of Us spoiler cast. My name is Gadget, I'm joined by Oodles. Hello. And Stig. Hello. Uh, we are going to do a three-part spoiler cast for the, uh, for the Last of Us, covering three episodes at a time. And because, well, because we love it. We think it's brilliant. And we want to talk about it ad nauseum. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you listen to this and you aren't aware, of course, The Last of Us was a 2013 video game. Um, followed by The Last of Us Part 2, which was a 2020 video game. And then it's now an HBO series uh, for 2023, which is uh, produced by uh, produced and created by Craig Mazin uh, of Chernobyl fame. And weirdly enough for TV, Neil Druckmann, who was the original director and producer on the games themselves. Um, it's, bro- it's broadcast weekly on HBO. So we're, th- this week we're going to cover the first three episodes which are When You're Lost in the Darkness, Infected, and Long, Long Time. So I think to kick us off, what's everyone's initial thoughts on it besides loving it? Shit, we're loving it. Yeah. The names you mentioned there as well that are involved, like you know, you've got good pedigree, you've got people who know the source material. We, we knew it was in good hands, but... Just, I don't think anybody expected it to be uh, this good. Exactly. It was in good hands, but I didn't expect it to actually be this good. And I'm and I'm loving how close parts of it are to the game within yeah. what they can do in terms of actually bringing a game to the screen. Yeah, Oodles? So far, and the uh, three or so hours we've seen, this is the best video game adaptation ever made. Oh yeah, and you you, you are the person that constantly shouts, "We don't need video yes. games on the telly." This has changed. This has changed my mind very suddenly. <laughs> where yes, we do need uh, video games on the telly if it's done right. I said this is what I've said from the big get go. Get the right people involved. That's all you got to do. Yeah, but this kind of thing happens in life, doesn't it? You're like, oh, I don't like this particular genre of something until you play one that excels and goes above and beyond, and then you think, oh, I do like that genre. Now I'm going to go back and have this new this new brainwave, this new mindset. And jump back in like I did with uh, Gran Turismo Seven. I'm not, I wasn't a racing ga- game guy, but now I'm like, oh, I want more racing games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. that kind of thing. This this is the bar now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if someone's going to adapt a video game, it needs to be up the up this level now. Yes, yes. We're, we're not going to we're not going to put it with Paul W S Anderson shitting over Resident Evil anymore. Before this, it was <laughs> Castlevania for me. Which is a good adaptation, yeah. Yes. And Arcane, but those aren't really adaptations like this is. No, this is, they just use the same like, IP, don't they? Yeah, this is like a proper adaptation of the story and telling the same story with some slight changes and yeah. putting it for, on screen. They made changes for people that don't play video games. Yeah. Or, whereas, or, or for bits where the video game would get in the way of the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whereas other things today have all just been kind of 
telling a different story using that, that IP. Yeah, yeah, hasn't really worked. There are some enjoyable ones, but nothing on this level, like production level, writing, acting, everything is just the best that we've for ever me, had. For me, it's done something that nothing of this caliber has done: the acting. Oh yeah, that is I will, I will, a level above. Yeah, every everyone who's been in it so far has has, has pulled a shift and has done incredible work. So, we main cast Pedro Pascal playing uh, Joel, uh, Bella Bella Ramsey playing Ellie. Uh, then we also those are our two primary characters. Then we have a load of guest guest actors. So Nico Parker played uh, Sarah, Joel's daughter, in the opening episode. Mel Dandridge plays Marlene. Uh, Anna Torf plays Tess. Uh, Gabriel Luna is Tommy and. A load of others that we'll get into as we go through the series. Um, every single one of them has been hands down absolutely fucking brilliant, and it's a, t- a testament to one the strong cast that they've got, but also the strong direction and the incredible writing that's been put into it. Um, d- there's been obviously a lot of kind of behind the scenes like videos and conversations with um the actors and all that. It's very interesting considering how close. Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are playing the characters that neither of them played the game before they did this did the show. I that is interesting, isn't it? That that's I think that's to the benefit of the show rather than to its detriment. Well, it, the, the the reason the reason why I bring it up and it, I think it's more with Bella Ramsey because Bella, Bella Ramsey obviously she's a British actress. Um but she's she, the way she's playing Ellie is like she's managed to pull up some of Ashley Johnson's affectations from the original character. There's a point in the first episode where I think Joel shuts her behind a door or something, and, she's, and she just shouts "What the fuck!" and it sounds like Ashley Johnson doing it. Mm, yeah, no, and no. it's incredible that she's gotten that close to her. I I wouldn't have put it past her to have watched clips though. Yeah. Not you can, played. You can the say game, what you but... want in an interview, can't you? Yeah, I've True. not played the game, but I have watched a few cutscenes and got an idea of how she talks, how she moves, how she acts, yeah. her attitude. Like, because you don't you don't get that close with the attitude if you've not. It's so similar, like you said then, that there's yeah. no way she hasn't seen something. Yeah, and again, yeah. don't don't forget, half the cast of the game are consultants on this show. True, yes. And uh, and uh, Ashley Johnson and um, Troy Baker apparently do have guest spots in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. Quite significant ones as well. But let's, I mean, I, I, we'll dance around it, but let's, let's just get straight into it. So the first episode uh, was the feature-length one, When You're Lost in the Darkness. Which, um, which the kind of synopsis of in two thousand three, a mass fungal infection of the cordyceps uh, fungus sparks a global pandemic. Joel flees with his daughter Sarah and, and his brother Tommy, and Sarah is killed by a soldier. Twenty years later, Joel lives in the Boston quarantine zone managed by the Federal Disaster Response Agency, or FEDRA, i.e., the bad guys or the Nazis, uh, working as a smuggler with his partner Tess. And through happenstance, they end up being charged with taking Ellie, a young girl, to a group of separatists called the Fire Fireflies outside of the QZ, and that's kind of where we end the first episode. Um, I I, I just jump uh, jump straight in with it. There, Nico Parker as Sarah was incredible. Like that opening, I mean, that whole opening sequence in general, because the opening sequence is about half the half that episode. It's like. T- it doesn't rush into the game. It, sorry, it doesn't rush into the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that opening sequence, like the the actress playing Sarah, she was an absolute standout there. She was fucking incredible. Yeah, she, she was. was. I think what they did well with this was actually spending more time 
with her and following her and seeing her and doing more with her. Yeah, she was, was the main character on that episode, wasn't she? Yeah, it was completely on purpose to just sideswipe anyone who hadn't played the game and didn't know what was coming. We're spending all, you know, we we think if you've not played the game, you're expecting shit kicks she's, off. She's the one, Joel, isn't she? Joel and his daughter get out and they get safe. That's probably what you're thinking. It's kind of what yeah. happens in these in these things, really. But no, like you are fully drawn into her. She plays her brilliantly, and then when she's actually shot, like the acting and and the pain on her face, like it was incredible. Oh, the performance. I thought she was so good. The um, uh, they, they did play a blinder as well with the misdirect because Nico Parker was in quite a lot of the promotional material ahead of the first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the, if you didn't know what happened to Sarah, then yeah, you you would be called blindsided by it. Well, I always thought they but, tried to do that in the game slightly. They did? Like, yeah, but you, you don't actually spend that... I mean, I think that opening sequence in the game is only like 20 minutes or so. It's not very long at all. Mm. Like, they, they do spend longer with it. You also get... You have the cold open, which is like a, a 60s chat show with some scientists talking about the concept of a, of a fungus pandemic. Terrifying. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Really fucking... Yeah, I, I call it a cold open. That was some. You've cold got the shit. Uh, legend John John Hanna as the uh, fungal expert. Oh yeah, yeah, just John Hanna just, just coming throw him in for in. a walk on part just where he's owning in. the screen. <laughs> I hope I hope his character lived long enough to see this. I doubt it. He was sm- smoking his way through that. Yeah, and he was really 60s. old, weren't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I and. So with this opening sequence, uh, you get some bits which are lifted directly from the game, especially that there's a conversation when um, when Sarah gives Joel his birthday present and there's the whole thing around the watch. It's like, how did you afford this? Assail drugs? Assail hard drugs? You know, that that's lifted directly from the game, as is the framing of the shot, the way that she's leaning up against him, stuff like that. Oh, no, the, in- uh, the, the internet tells me it's not the same because there's a window behind him on that sofa and not oh, in the game. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a window behind him. <laughs> but the clothes <laughs> Because as well, they're in a realistic-looking house. She's wearing yes. the same T-shirt. Yeah, they've gone through. Yeah. They've gone through the the painstakes of like making up the actual clothes and t shirt and yeah. having it look as close as they can get as possible. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Um, what then starts to happen is is um, shit starts to kick off because their neighbors start to. Well, there's just noises coming from next door. I think his next door's dog is just constantly barking. And Sarah, in the middle of the night, goes to look at what's happened. He's trying to get in her and house, isn't it? Yeah. And she sees the the old lady next door eating her family. Yeah. And we get the we get the reveal of the, the, the kind of the big change for, between the game and this, which is the tendrils, which are horrifying in every single way, shape, and form. <laughs> yeah. So for, for those who haven't played the game, in the game... Um, the the way the cordyceps um it's airborne isn't it spreads spreads is, it's airborne via spores basically one of the one of the leapers is it leapers or runners in this one? I can't remember what runners, it is runners uh, runners sorry leapers is dead space I'm, I'm me, me heads all around it uh the runners will eventually become the clickers the clickers eventually become bloaters these kind of thing no they don't automatically become bloaters but they, they kind of like eventually become so they kind of stuck to the walls yeah yeah um that then sprout out and then and they stalk us and all sorts isn't they? yeah but in the game that becomes a gameplay mechanic where they have to put gas masks on yes. so that they don't breathe in the spores and all that kind of thing that doesn't work in a tv show because nope. you've got to cover your actors faces and I it's hard to kind of explain like this for a few hours it's very difficult exactly, to yeah. understand 
<laughs> so what we what we get is this close-up shot of the zombified Nana as she looks up and her mouth opens and these kind of translucent tendrils come out of her mouth like something fucking out of Cthulhu. And it's horrifying because the, she then screeches and gets up and sprints after Sarah and that sets the tone of the of the. Never mind, this, this, was, this was a woman that was disabled. She couldn't walk. Yeah, she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. She was like practically brain dead, wasn't yes. she? She didn't respond, nothing. Um, then and that's where... Jill does something here at this point. Batters which... her. <laughs> But he does something after he batters her, and it, it annoyed me then. And in episode three, something about sim- similar annoyed me. We'll get to that. But he drops this weapon. Oh yeah, he does. I drops his get gun. really annoyed when people <laughs> leave their weapons behind. It's like that's just worked on that woman. Take it with you. You haven't hurt. You haven't destroyed. Yeah. It's a fucking wrench. Keep the wrench. <laughs> maybe he thought. Maybe he thought this. This isn't a pandemic at this moment in time. Um, I'm going to just leave the murder weapon here. <laughs> yeah, I know he's kind of maybe in a bit of a shock, but it, just maybe just take it with you. Maybe it was Neighbours Wrench and he was bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. But so, I, so, I, so, I love how, uh, going on to the next bit with this, though, and it's same, same, same with the game, is everything turns to shit so quick. This doesn't really happen quickly, over the yeah. space of like a week or two. It's literally... It's like a day. It, yeah, it's, everything has quickly turned to shit. Everything is... Planes are coming down, buildings are on fire, everyone's running around, the army are there. It's just, it's hell. Like, this is what I say, don't seconds. eat cereals, guys. I'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we also, so we get, we get the sequence where they're trying to escape. And again, this is absolutely lifted straight from the game. Perspective is, is from is, is Sarah's perspective in the back of the truck as all hell's breaking it's loose. It's the, the focus that they do, about. they do really well in this show. Uh, the game, obviously, you can move the camera around constantly. What the what the show does, it focuses on her, and you can still see Joel and Tommy, but like, like blurred. You know what I mean? The focusing yeah. on her, and it's really, it's really good cinematography on that bit. It's fantastic. Sorry, you just broke up there, Rudels. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. Well, you'll hear Should... it in the edit. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> yeah, we agree. I, I kind of skip over Moses because a lot of this stuff in the game is the tutor is the tutorial for movement and that kind of thing. Um, but we get the big moment where where Joel and Sarah uh, Sarah gets injured when the car crashes. So Joel is carrying her, and he breaks out into like out out of the little township that they're in, and there is a Fedra soldier there who gets the orders to shoot them, despite Joel's pr- uh, pleas that they're not infected. And the soldier didn't sick. really want to. Went, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah, he has to double check. Orders an order, but he opened. Yeah, he opens fire and uh, Joel is shot is shot through the side and Sarah is shot in the stomach. And at the side of the face. Is she shot at the side of the face? Joel is. Yeah. Yeah. It That's where his scar comes from, isn't it? It misses him. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we get the heartbreaking scene where Joel has to watch his child die. And it is just as heartbreaking in the TV show as it is in the game. It's fucking horrific. I'd I, I argue <laughs> more heartbreaking because we spent a lot more time oh, yeah, with because they're her. real people. And the yeah. real people. And we spent more time. And she's just okay, as I said before, she's just she's that good. She's that good. She's such a good performance. Performer. I was like, like I was it. like, oh, we're not gonna see her again. Shame. I know it is a shame, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh so we, we then cut to what the really fabulous credit scene, which I really enjoy. Um and then it's uh twenty years later, twenty twenty three. Ominous. Um which wasn't the game, Where, was it? That wasn't the game's timeline, was it? No, the game was 2013 and then 2033. 
yeah, that was it. So uh, it's still twenty years later. Yeah, and I just I just knew uh, it wasn't that timeline. Yeah, um, yeah. So we we cut forward and we see a young girl walking by herself towards the Boston QZ. Um, she's taken in by some Fedra soldiers and then tested and told everything will be all right. Everything is not all right because the little beeper that they test her neck with comes up red. She can play with any toys she wants. For what little time she has left on this earth. Yes. Because she's infected. Yes. And the next time you see her, um, Joel is putting her on a fire because Joel is work is doing body duty. And they're and you don't like it, bodies. does he? You don't like it. No. He wants to um, he'd, he'd rather be in the sewers. <laughs> because so the so the way the future works in this, uh, Fedra has has basically turned any any amount of of living non-infected people into these quarantine zones that are basically large walled-off ghettos. Uh, they run a totalitarian state, and you work for your ration coupons, and that is your existence. It's can East I, Germany, ask, guys. It's East Germany. Can I ask a question of you guys right now? Because me and Kurt talked about this a little bit. Um, would you even want to live in that? Because no. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in squalor under a, like a Nazi-esque regime. You do already, way. <laughs> <laughs> like if working, doing horrible jobs for gruel. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, it just—it's what's the point? What, because what, what you... um, they're alive. I know, but it just uh, Joel, because, especially I, I... at that point. He yeah, but he wasn't—he wasn't for... just doing that. That's what we find out. He wasn't. I know. Just I know. We find that. a bit more about him, but like, it feels like at that point, you're like, he has nothing to live for here. What's he kind of? What's the point? It just—he has someone to live for. Oh, I know. I know. We find we do find that out. I just—I I just when I see it, this this place they're living in, it kind of just feels a bit. Me and Gadget'd be fine in that kind of environment because we're musicians, so we'd have a job. I think we'd still have to do body duty. No, yeah. we just we just play music while they're doing body duty. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's what you want during body duty: light lounge jazz. Yeah, stick stick up <laughs> with digging, and I'll be playing. We all we all know we all know that Biggie'd be one of the cops. Oh yeah, based, based oh, on yeah. his Division Two playing, and he'll be and he'll be like, he'll be like guys, I've played a lot of Killzone. I look great in a gas mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just obviously I despair kind of looking at these. You know these communities. But I these think I feel the same. of watching stuff. stuff like Judge Dredd. Why on earth would you live in Mega City One? <laughs> it looks yeah. looks awful. Because <laughs> your choice is Mega City One or Irradiated Wasteland. But um, we're getting off subject. <laughs> the um, we, we, we in, in this section we also see that Joel is. I mean, Joel is on the take. He, he's a smuggler. He's smuggling drugs in for the guards. I think he prefers and, the term and, trafficker, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. <laughs> One particular guard kind of gives him some warnings. And it, it's also, it, I mean, just despite the totalitarian nature of Fedra at this point, it is nice you get a level of humanity from that guard. You know, he, he, the, he takes the drugs because he can't sleep at night because of the shit that he sees. I think you know? as well, you need to bear in mind with that guy, he looks young enough to have been born into that kind of. Maybe that is like, no, maybe, no, no maybe, I think maybe he was grew up in it. Definitely grew up. Definitely like, grew up in it. Yeah. But he, yeah. he looks like. He seems almost new to the job in a weird way. Yeah, very green. Every time we've yeah. seen him as well, especially his end, end of his story, he seems to be doing shit shifts. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're on perimeter. <laughs> Alone. Some, good, some uh, really good like shot-for-shot shot 
moments there as well when he um at that point. Yeah, when Joel's just kind of like standing there after the guy walks off. There's a lot of stuff being shown on the internet after that, just like literally showing a shot for shot of the game and things just again being in the right place and a lot of the backgrounds right are good. A lot of the uh, yeah. signage is good. It's putting effort into it to appreciate that it's not just for non gamer it's it's for non gamers and gamers. Like Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The um we're we also start then getting hints about the fireflies, who are Federal would call them terrorists, some would call them freedom fighters. They are basically diametrically opposed to Fedra and are trying to basically free people. The Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Um Joel, quite frankly, couldn't give two fucks about them. No. In fact, at one point, I think someone almost starts to say the um, like the Fireflies' motto, like "Follow the light" or something like that. And he yeah. says, "You say that, I'll break your jaw." Yeah, yeah. Joe, he's not a fan of the Fireflies. I don't think he believes in any of that dogmatic stuff, does he? In any any facet. No, no. I think he's just he's surviving. a he's, he's a man that's lost everything, and now he's just you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're then introduced to Tess, who is dealing with um, a, another smuggler called Robert. And this is the first kind of divergence from the game, so to speak. Because the whole Robert sequence in the game is a very long corridor shooter, which is Tutorial. teaching the mechanics of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert is another smuggler who double crosses them where um, they are trying to get a car battery to sort out a car so they can fuck off out of there and head to Wyoming to find Joel's brother. Uh, Robert's betrayed them and is currently beating the shit out of Tess. Yeah, they don't Tess, care. Yeah, they don't care. What they fail to realise, though, is Tess is hard, hard as nails. Mm, yeah. And if, for some reason, I didn't get it. I think that's because the Fireflies attack, but the wall fucking blows up. Yeah, which we did <laughs> see in the game, but in a different place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. They've, they've obviously, because he, he was In the game, the, guard, the Firefly the... attack is, is the tutorial to use a medipack. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is, isn't the, it? Yeah. The guard was warning Joel about yeah. things... Potentially kicking off and staying off the streets, off, yeah. wasn't he? So that's kind of our introduction to all that. Yes. Um, the kind of skipping ahead of it, we get a, a lot of kind of setting up and kind of. Um, we do get a definite answer that, dialogue. that Joel and Tess are an item, which we didn't in the game. Yes. Yeah, it was alluded to in the game, but yeah, yes. it's, it's definitely that they, they are a couple. Yeah, bunking up. Um, we we then kind of skip ahead. Joel and Tess decide to. They just say, fuck it, we're going to Get that battery. steal this battery back, for, battery back from Robert and then we're going to fuck off tonight. They track down Robert and find him and his entire crew dead. Yep. In a corridor with a wounded Marlene, who is the leader of the Fireflies, mm-hmm. who t- who tells them to take Ellie, a young 14-year-old girl, uh, to the Massachusetts State House in exchange for a working truck. Yep. And this is where, the, this is the moment they meet. And it's actually fairly similar to how they meet in the original game. Because Marlene is wounded in a fight with the Fireflies. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. That's after you've just yeah, you've just killed Jerome Flynn, aka Robert. She looks a yes. lot like Jerome Flynn in that game. It does. Not so much <laughs> on the TV show. No. Um, I I love the uh, the initial kind of interactions between Ellie, uh, Joel and Ellie. I think it's. I like the interactions cause, cause between Ellie and her captors in between all that uh, plot. Uh, diagnosis yeah oh yeah well, well yeah yeah because yeah because in, in between the plot you've got people with the cool to open out with where um they could they come in to see ellie she's chained up in a de- in a squalid room mm-hmm. and they're asking her to count to 10 asking her how she feels telling her to stand up straight all that kind of thing and documenting her symptoms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we don't know all why that point, do we? 
Well, we do, but the average viewer would. Um. So yeah, I I really like the, the these initial interactions. The um the, the fact that Ellie just like straight out comes out and tackles Joel right over. Just I found that fucking hilarious. And then he he kicks the knife out of way and he goes, nope. Yeah, she yep. she tries to go for it again, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, nope. nope. I mean, you, know, I, you wouldn't fuck with Joel. I get why he's now the internet's daddy, Pedro Pascal. I mean, I think he's been the internet's daddy for a little while now. This is just it's it's the solidifying thing. Is yeah. just it's yeah, just, <clears throat> definitely the internet's daddy. Actually, that is what there is one thing to point out as well. The ma- the makeup is really good on um, Pedro Pascal and Anatov. Yeah, they are not that old. <laughs> no, so Joel would Joel would be about fifty six here. Yeah, yeah, he just turned thirty six on uh, outbreak day. So yeah, he's so he'll be about fifty six here. Yeah, um, I know they go for, I know they go for, is, they go through a lot of makeup. Forty seven. Yeah, forty seven. Yeah, so he's I mean he's not far off it, but he looks younger than forty seven. They've wrinkled so him up. The f- They've wrinkled him up quite a bit. Wrinkled him up, grayed him up. Uh, same with Anna Torv, because Anna Torv's not that old either, is no, she? No, she's not. She's in her forties. I think she's in her t- in her forties. She is forty three. Mm. Forty three. There. Very young. Very young. So yeah, the makeup, the the makeup and the the aging. It's not heavy. It's very subtle. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, real. Look- it's real makeup as well. That's the thing. It's not like prosthetics. It's or or CGI. Yeah, CGI. It's just it's just good old fashioned. Boots on the ground, makeup. <laughs> I mean, they've kind of done the same in the opposite direction with Bella Ramsey because yeah. she's nineteen. Yes, they have. They have de-aged her. Yeah, I. Uh, ironically, she was born in September two thousand three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we, we get our first interactions, and then they they head out where they're caught by the soldier from earlier in the episode, sneaking out of the QZ. Uh, who his, t- his gives, tone changes, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, his tone changes when he shines the torch uh, on, on, that's on his gun at Joel. We get to it, and I really like because again, this is a subtle change that it, it doesn't really get explained too much in the game. You see Joel's PTSD, yeah, because he fucking loses his shit because it's the exact same situation that he was in with Sarah, yeah, and he beats this guy to death, and it's with his fists, bre- like he's not a weapon hand. involved. He literally here. breaks his hand, yeah. And it's brutal, and it's uncomfortable, and it's awful. That man's dead. Yeah, but then we see what he was doing at the time when uh, when the attack happened. He was um, scanning them to see if they were infected, and Tess picks up the scanner mm-hmm. and shows that Ellie is infected. What? But, Shoot her now! And the reveal that we get is that she was bitten two weeks previous and hasn't turned. She is immune. What? Who saw that coming? I did, and that <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> Me too. Which moves us on to Infected, the second episode, which is much shorter. Um, and that one, the cold open on that one, I think is even colder than the opening episode. The uh, in uh, Jakarta, as it Mumbai in Jakarta, Jakarta, that's yeah, it. yeah. Oh so, yeah, um, God. So two days before the outbreak in Jakarta, a mycologist learns of the oncoming pandemic. And advises the government to bomb the city to prevent it from spreading. It's just yeah. the this way is she a... said it, though. She's just like, oh yeah. And now she's speaking. Them, she's speaking in, in 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 Indian, and then she just says, "A bomb, bomb the city." It's like you, you don't need subtitles for that bit. <laughs> we no. even know what she's saying. <laughs> bomb everybody, but, every city, every so, person. So, so yeah, so so this explains how the uh, infection kind of spread and how it started. So the. The way the way it's explained in, in in universe is that the cordyceps fungus 
jump jump the species gap to humans uh, after um, getting into the food supply. Attach yourself to crops, doesn't it? Yeah, to crops, like yeah. a blight. And the first people to be infected with it were in Jakarta. And the they started biting people, yep. and this is what happened. So the mycologist is shown it, and she doesn't. She does an autopsy. I don't think a mycologist are ever expected to do autopsies. It's not really part but, of their job description, is it? No, but she <laughs> she 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 cuts into the ankle where this person's been bitten, and she sees what looks like fungus, and then she opens the mouth and pulls out the f- fucking tendrils. Oh. <laughs> it's just the same <laughs> as it's just, just just the same as sci-fi films where they get um, astrophysicists to talk to aliens. Like no. You want, a, you want a linguist to talk to aliens, mate? <laughs> yeah, which is why Arrival was such a good film. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, so she advises the government to bomb the city. That The only way to stop a pandemic like this, because there is no cure for uh, and no way to stop a... Let's just save um, the earth by eradicating everything. <laughs> yeah, carpet bomb Jakarta. Thanos has sat at home going, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. Unfortunately, as we know, it doesn't work. No. So this episode, we get a lot of setup for uh, for everything that's going on. We get to see Boston absolutely destroyed and looking perfect to the way it looked in the game. Even down to the kind of tipped over skyscraper and the way the vegetation has grown up over the over the buildings. It looked absolutely fucking spot on as they walked through the empty city. I mean, yeah. I mean, in the game, it was recreation of Boston, and they've done the exact same thing. Haven't they? That's quite a famous skyline feature. That, um, yeah. Do you know what I did notice about this show as well, especially on this second episode? And it is explained in some subsequent material I've listened to and stuff that um, the air quality is really good, <laughs> and you can tell, like, the sunny days are sunny days and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no cars. You know what I mean? and- no, there's no cat. There's no, no pollution. No smog. Yeah, yeah. A lot, lot more vegetation. The air quality is fucking bang on. Mm, really good. Yeah. We've eliminated asthma, guys. Unfortunately, you could still We've get eliminated humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, as as they're picking their way through um, through Boston, th- this episode can go a bit shorter because it's it's got some big moments in it, but it, it's a lot of traveling. Um, as they pick through, we get. Other hints to stuff that will come up later in the series, for instance, that Ellie can't swim and she's kind of afraid of water, which gives the it gives it gives Joel a good moment. So they're walking into his hotel and the kind of the the lobby is flooded, and Joel kind of walks in just just a couple of steps down. Ellie starts to get a bit worried, saying, "I can't swim, I can't swim." And Joel's like, "Swim in what?" And he just jumps down the last step, yeah. and it's just this great kind of tension breaking moment. And she's never been in an hotel, remember? So she doesn't know how deep hotels go. No. <laughs> but that that's that's oh, yeah. one of the the great things about Ellie's character is, and you'll it's see this in this episode and in the next episode, it's all new to her. She's she grew up in a QZ. Yeah, what Joel takes for you know granted, granted. she's absolutely wondered. She doesn't wonder no. to her. Yeah, I, I I did like that she went up to the lobby though, like we would do. Like you can tell <laughs> she's watched films and she's seen things. You know what I mean? And she, and, and then yeah. and then Joel says, "You're weird." <laughs> <laughs> like, like the swimming thing, it's like, of course she can't swim. Yeah, where would she where swim? Would she, where, where would she have learned? Exactly. But Joel doesn't even think that. He just, to him, it's swimming's natural. Yeah. And it, it, it's something that, again, the game, does, the game doesn't explain, but you get moments in the game where it becomes important and it kind of sucks the worst parts of the game. 
by by a massive margin and the sequel. I mean, got if rid he doesn't do way. that like at one point in this whole It will show. and I hope it makes a oh, joke it, it of it. Needs it. To be <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I want him to do? And it obviously it's not happened yet. I want I want I want, to, I want him to say, I'll go get this raft and she stands on it and just goes straight down. Because <laughs> <laughs> buoyancy doesn't always work like that, guys. So we um we find out why Ellie's being transported, so the whole thing is get at the fireflies to be transported west to, so she can be experimented on to try and find a cure. Yes. Um, which Joel thinks, oh, cure, cure. Everyone's been saying that for years, and he doesn't believe any of it. I do like that there's law uh, that people have been trying to do this before, and there's like a, oh, Boyle cried wolf again. This has happened so many times. Yeah. We've always we've always felt hope and stuff. Oh, blah, blah. And then that hope thing comes right back at the end of this episode. Yes. Uh, we also we also get uh, a new bit of a new bit of storytelling for this one, which is not in the games, which is uh, that the Cordyceps infection have a mycelial network, which gives them a hive mind yes. to a point. Which I like that. Which, I, which fungus do? I like it. Yeah, well, that's what I say. It's a mycelial network. Yeah, that's yeah. what it, it's called. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I really like it. I think it's a really good change. Yeah, it's because it's straight, it, straight from the playbook of Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> yeah, but Just, I like it. I like it in the basis because it allows them to kind of explain away the video gamey moments where a horde yes. just spawns. Just turns up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, as soon as they did it, I was like, I didn't stand up and clap because I was just watching it on my own in my, in my bedroom, but I was like, <laughs> I did like that. Do you know that nod when you go, yeah, you did it. Yeah. You did it, Dr- yeah, you did it yeah. Druckmann. You did it, it boy. <laughs> it makes the world feel more dangerous because yeah. yes. stuff being connected, knowing that something you do could trigger something two miles away. And it could yep. and it could just creep up on you and you not even realise. And it, there was I, I do like the moment, I don't know if you're gonna talk about it right now, but the moment when they're on the balcony and they can see one of the hordes. Yeah, that's what I was going well that's that's when that gets explained. I think that's one of the most beautiful moments in it so far. Yeah. You see that you see the horde and and, and they look fucked because they're, they're all just the fighting the sun on the at ground. the same time, aren't they? Yeah. Fucking and it shows that there's it shows that there's an animalistic intelligence to them. Yeah. You know? Like like leaves that rise for for the sun in the forest, do you know what I mean? And mushrooms tend to try and go as far as they can on a tree, as high as they can. Or, or if the them type of mushrooms that want uh, dark and moist, it goes right to the root of the tree, and that it's fucking genius, yep. man, genius. And then we get to the um, should we say the set piece of this episode where they cut through the the American History Museum? I can't do the clicking noise, but it's like. Something like that, yeah. and say it's weird. I can't do it. So this this is the first time the series is really leaning into the horror side because so the, the Last of Us is a mix of action and horror in the video game. The scariest episode, um, isn't it? yeah. So they they go into the, the American History Museum and they encounter a body of some, a recently deceased person who is, doesn't look like he's been killed by any normal infected. It's like Claude, which, isn't it? It's like Claude. He's like probably shredded his face. Which Elliot made a joke, I think, earlier in the episode about, oh, what, uh, uh, do these ones exist where like they're blind and the, like, like the mushrooms spread out their heads and they're yeah. like bats and like Joel and Joel and Tess just like mm, don't say anything about it. <laughs> this is where we meet them, yeah, the clickers. Yeah. Now this bit in the game is horrible because it's so fucking scary. Because this is one of the first times you meet the clickers as well in this place. Oh, it is- it's not the first time. I think it's like the second time you encounter them. None of it is CGI as well. No, it's oh. all real makeup. The clickers look incredible. Oh god, using using some of the best like um, choreography. I think one of the actors is from like 
like um, the uh, is it Doug Jones's school of fucking yeah, it's like monster acting, monster acting, acting, yeah, yeah. and (laughs) it's just so fucking Pan's Labyrinth good. No CGI is so so appreciated. It's better, yeah, of course it is because it looks bloody real. Yeah, exactly. It is real, exactly. Um, so. Again, the, the the clickers, the whole thing is with, with them, they are uh, runners that have been infected for a very long time and the it has sprouted from their heads. It has effectively split their head in half and blinded them. They're basically so they, star-faced moles, aren't they? Yeah, so they've seen, seen by echolocation. Fuckers. Yes, I have seen them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what, what the show does a really good job of explaining, which I don't think the game makes a good job of explaining, because... With the game, there, there, there is an element of the kind of ludonarrative distance where they have to make it threatening, but also allow you to play the game. That's right. Um, so in the game, they are very sensitive to sound, but you can move around, you can reload, you can do things that will make you sound. You can literally crawl up behind them without them realising you're behind them. <laughs> yeah. In this, they do it perfectly where, they're hide, where the first clicker comes in the room, they're hiding, Ellie sees it and she just lets in a... You can't even breathe, can you? Yeah. Now... And it's and it does the it does what it does in the games. It fucking sprints in her oh, it as fast it. as possible, and then a second one turns up, and it gets all chaotic. Can I just point one thing out before we before we carry on with this? Did you like how when they entered the room, rubble fell behind them, blocking their way out? Yeah, it's so perfectly <laughs> video gamey, but just work. I just I love that. There's still these little video game touches in there, just these little kind of. You know, taps on the nose. Going, it reminds hey, me know. of the uh, you know, it reminds me of the, <laughs> yeah, the, the the devil may cry thing when you go into a room and then the exit's blocked off by some kind of reeds and he goes, yeah. you can't <laughs> get out until you've killed the boss. Just, <laughs> the way they walked in and, and just as they did that, that's when it decided to form, block the way out. It's like, yeah, yeah, great. Bang on, bang <laughs> which you would which you would have thought the clickers would have immediately ran for. Well, I think maybe, maybe that's maybe, maybe that's what um, triggered them. S- Triggered them, that yeah. Was, that's the noise upstairs. that triggered them to come there, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we, we get the big action sequence, and it, it's it's one of the, like, I don't like when horror does quiet, quiet, quiet loud, but I like it when it does quiet, 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 constantly loud. Like, it, as, soon, as soon as that first clicker goes for Ellie, everything just kicks off, and it is the biggest shootout going. Um, mm. And you also get to see that these are dangerous because they're fucking bullet sponges. Like Joel completely unloads his gun into one to kill it. Yeah, and it's it's shown because Joel and he's has got made a fucking a point. Colt, and isn't he? He's got a good gun. <laughs> yeah, Joel has made a point of saying a few, you know, a few times like being careful about ammunition, supplies, yeah. and resources and stuff like that. So to see that he has to completely unload his gun to stop one of these is unreal. And the scene where he's trying to load it really quietly is fucking tense. <laughs> really fucking is. <laughs> I was like, fucking load it, Joel. Load it, load it. You can't hear you loading it. I've played the games. Oh, it can. <laughs> <laughs> throw a brick. I was like, throw a brick. Yeah, he <laughs> well, should have done, done that. Should have, should have thrown a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope he does throw a brick at some point. He just will. Either throw a brick or throw a brick or, or a glass at the feet of a human. Yeah. So they rush yeah. them. Yeah. Um. So they eventually make it out after killing these two clickers. Um, we get the the rooftop scene with Joel and Ellie kind of looking out over the state house, mm. and you, you you get you get that line, so uh, some of that you can't beat the view, yeah. Which uh, this kind of nice 
it's I think it's the first nice little moment that you get in the game. And it's the exact same bit of the game as well, where they put the plank down in between the buildings. It's exact same yep. bit. And again, it's like same camera angles, like yep. the the camera looking over their shoulders towards the state house. Yep. Um, but Tess is hurrying them along. Yeah, come on, quick! Something's making yep. me rush. <laughs> so they get to the state house and everything is all quiet, and it looks like some people there's been a bit of a battle. And they walk in and see all of the fireflies are dead. They're all dead. Which causes Tess to panic. Because Tess then reveals that she's been infected. I like Pedro Pascal's face throughout this whole section. Yeah, you see, it's true. It's like, it's like not again. It's like loss again. He is, he, it, he, as an actor, it seems to be channeling some actual trauma in his own bloody life. His face, <laughs> his face in that. I was just like, wow, that man's a genius. So, yeah, during the fight with the clickers, both Tess and Ellie were bitten. Tess's wound on her neck is already starting to pustule up. And then she points at Ellie's wound on her arm. Which it looks like she's just been heal. nibbled by a cat. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, it is like a cat scratch. Yeah. Which proves, which proves to Joel that... That's the yeah, nod, isn't it? That's the nod. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is also the point, I think, I think it's Ellie steps on something, which causes the, the mycelial network to bring that horde in. And they hear the screeches from the distance. As it's when it's when because sp- the the last stuff that they had to step over was dead anyway, wasn't it? And this one, yeah. it's like steps, and then like the dust comes up, doesn't it? And it's like this is different. <laughs> oh yeah, different this time. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it's Joel shoots an infected. That's the one. Um, yeah. Alerts the swarm to the location. That's it. So Tess starts like dumping out some very randomly secured fuel cans. Around the place, I don't know why they had just like barrels of petrol in there, but okay. Video in games. this world, you probably probably will. Video game. Yeah, I'm red disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed those barrels weren't red. Yeah, they were blue. Weren't yeah, they it should have been red. <laughs> Joel and Ellie make a sprint for it, despite Joel not wanting to go. And we see we we see that the infected recognise the infected. The most romantic the... moment in TV <laughs> history. As see, this is as a deviation runners... as well, isn't it? From oh yes, yeah, well, it's the troops, isn't it? You don't see you don't see it in the game. It's the oh. troops that are doing no, this. No. Yeah, if you no, remember, no, if you remember in, in, in the game, yeah, at she, this she moment, the, it's the troops that come in. I was in Federal. And she yeah, stays she, there yeah. shooting the troops. She stays behind to, to draw the troops away. Yep. So. And this is where you first oh. get a rifle. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. It's been a long time since I played the There's game. There's no infected in that building in, in the game, but I think this version's, oh, okay, fair enough. This version's better. Because bear in mind, this, this, version's better. this point in the game, you've, you've, you've murdered hundreds and you've already killed like loads of clickers and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but this version as well just shows how uh, how when you're instantly bit, how you yeah. Yeah. like you you part of the network. You're seen as one of them. Yeah. Like the way that that one moves and shuffles very, towards her, it doesn't attack her. It's very bog like, isn't it? Yeah. I think this. T- I think this two. Yeah, this good. This two ways I saw this, especially at first before I thought about it. I thought it's because she wasn't running. The she didn't seem like they had to chase her down. And that one just looks at her, starts like turning its head like a dog, shuffling towards her, and she's still not running. She's trying to click the lighter, isn't she? And Yeah. It's a fucking how, tense scene how, as well. How like fungi, fungi and cardiceps and stuff like that work in in real life is um they want to get them spread the most efficient way. The most efficient way isn't massacring someone in front of you that stood still. The most efficient way is giving them a little kiss. You know what I mean? 
But it's, yeah, it's, going straight. It's going straight it's, in. Isn't it? It's like, way more efficient. In. She's not running, so why would it run to her? Do you know what I mean? Rather than bite, yeah, bite would be It'd take know, longer, wouldn't take it? Take over the bloodstream. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you go straight, straight for, for orifice, where it likes it's... to sit in the throat, doesn't it? Because they yeah. mentioned that, didn't they? It sits in the throat. It's 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 perfect, and and because it's not a game that can deviate from that in in a way as like Neil Druckmann and um, Mason are saying. These are still creatures, you know what I mean? They're not zombies. They're not undead. They're mm, part of yeah. something else now. They've evolved into whatever uh, they are now, and it's it's way more efficient. I, I think it's rather than she's part of the network at this point, I think it's more... I don't think that... that, that that's unf- interesting. I don't think that infected saw her as, oh, she's one of us. I think it thought, she's not running. So I'm going to do the most efficient thing I can as, uh, as a creature yeah, see, of instinct. I, I, looked at, I looked at it more as like, yeah, like him kind of killing off anything that was anything that is human left in her and, and bringing her no, I, I, kind of yeah, seeing it out it, yeah but regardless it didn't work because she managed to oh, light yeah. the lighter and blow them but all if you hell. notice this is why this is why i thought she she'd accepted it she stopped clicking for a while didn't she and then like the last bit yeah. of her she's clicked one more time and it happened and that's a that's the end the, of the, her the, humanity the, isn't it yeah there there is also the element of it and i think it's it's also i think they may have written around this just to get this visual because it's quite striking. I, they probably mainly did it for telling. But it's, <laughs> we're looking into it a lot. Yeah. It just looked good. <laughs> but it's 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 the absolute violation of it. Yeah. It it it, it is it is something foreign. It's very similar to the being. alien xenomorph. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was penetration go with without yeah, your so, consent type thing. Yeah. So this this is where we end infected, gentlemen. We need to hold on for this one because now we got a long, long time. Episode mm-hmm, three. Mm-hmm. It's all right, this episode. So this, yeah, <laughs> so this is another long episode. This one's an hour and 20. It was too short, this episode. Um, <laughs> it was too short. <laughs> this is a two-hour so, cut. Uh, th- oh, I'm going to watch it. I, I know. I need to see, this, I need this to see is, it. This is a two-hour cut. I'd like so to see I'm the five-hour cut, please. It. Yeah. So it starts off with Joel and Ellie uh, heeding Tessa's final instructions and he- heading to meet their... Um, their friends, Bill and Frank, yeah. and and then you get you, you find out that the, Frank's the nice one. <laughs> That's what he says, doesn't it, to him yeah. before? He's like, "Yeah, Bill's a bit grumpy, but Frank's the nice one." <laughs> yeah. So, jo- so during this, Joel teaches Ellie about what actually happened during the the kind yes. of the opening of uh, during the beginning absolute, of the outbreak. absolute definite law. They, they, they spot, yeah, they 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 they, they spot a downed plane. So Joel's talking about, "Oh yeah, I I, used, I, I flew on them a few times and." Ellie's completely impressed because, like, dude, you're in the sky. Yeah, exactly. That's and when you think about it, like, she would. And it shows you as well. She she never got to experience. Yeah, and in 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 the games as well, she's obsessed with space and flight. That's just again developing that character that we that we know. Yeah, Um, but they also see a mass grave where the Fedra and the government were executing innocents in the early days of the outbreak because they didn't have the didn't have the space for them. Better that they didn't get infected. Just yeah. murder them all, and this was the, this was the point because Stigger being said, "Oh, we haven't seen any skeletons or bodies just lying around and being decaying for twenty years." There's your skeletons. And, and there's it- our skeletons <laughs> because I'm sick of these shows where these yeah. huge cities and there's never any remains in any of the buildings, any of the roads, any of the cars. There's no dogs or cats or human remains. Everything is clean. We finally actually got. So I mean I'm not not like I'm happy. Steve wants mass grave in every episode. <laughs> but I, I, it makes it more realistic that there would millions yeah. of people have been wiped out from this earth, whereas 
their where are their bodies? Yeah, and it sh- showed us that, and I appreciate actually seeing them. I do, I do like as well as yeah. the cordyceps are a species rather than like zombies and stuff. Like Federer, are absolutely completely correct. Dead people don't rise up; they are not zombies. Yeah, so just kill them. They won't. A, a cordyceps wouldn't infect a dead body. It's not how it works. This, this you going with your cow gunning policy? Yeah, it? and I just <laughs> again, I I think this this because I'm gonna call it this because like fungus is close to animal as well as plant, but this animalistic nature of this network, this mutamycete and all that kind of network thing, is it's it's an animal at the end of the day, and an animal's not gonna sit and try and infect. Uh, do you know what I mean? Infect some a corpse. A, a virus doesn't infect a corpse. Do you get what I mean? And yeah. it, it, I think it's that's exactly what our government today would do. They'd be like, yeah, come on these trucks, come on these trucks, blow the trucks up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> They'd do that. They would do that. Yeah. Makes sense. Rations. So so after these explanations, and Joel and Ellie have to kind of hike a bit longer, we, uh, we leave them for most of this episode because we flash back to 2003, the beginning of the outbreak, and sit- sitting in the bunker in his house, uh, we see a man in a gas mask telling the feds, just t- t- talking into security cameras, t- telling the feds to fuck right off. Don't tread on me. And when every everyone's, don't tread on me, when everyone's left the area, he steps outside, he looks around, takes the gas mask off, and we see the wonderful it's Nick Olsen playing Bill. Yes. Because this episode focuses on the life and times of Bill and Frank. That should have been a series. Though. And I love this introduction to Bill. <laughs> I love yeah. how he's just so prepared and he knows what to do. And he's like, right, I'm off. I'm off to the Walmart. I'm going to stock up on that. Right, I'm off to go. <laughs> I'm turning the water and the electric back on because there's no he one here. So yeah, I'm gas go plant, do that. Doesn't he, and everything. Yeah, he goes and turns all the power back on because he's like, well, no one's around, so I might as well. Yeah. And yeah, I I kind of just love, even though you know the kind of person he's is we know who we voted for back in the day that kind of that kind of <laughs> shit yeah like <laughs> just seeing how prepared he was and i remember turning to kate i was just like this just makes me think that if this was real What's life the right they would fare a lot better than the likes <laughs> of us who have no weapons and have like no survival skills yeah. whatsoever <laughs> so we, we we see we see some some early kind of uh parts of of the of the outbreak where yeah bill is effectively setting himself up with his own little fiefdom. Uh, he builds fences, he builds traps, he digs ditches, sets, sets up cameras, sets up sensors. It all did, these kind a of good things. moment as well where uh, he proves that he's got, uh, um, he, can, he can grow his own food, so he's got supplies forever. Yep, and he hunts. Yep. Um, the, you, see, you, you see one of his traps working on an infected that, that, that walks past. And he's, he's got a little kind of shotgun cartridge set up next to a tree, and he uh, in fact, walks through the um, uh, the tripwire and is, has his head yep. blown off, and he just sits there and giggles to himself and points out that'll never not be yep. funny. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then one day he is disturbed; one of his senses has gone off. Something's falling into his trap, and he walks up and he sees this very at gunpoint. He, 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 I might add, he finds this uh, rather bedraggled man who's. Um, who basically says I've been? Oh, you missed my favourite line though. Where he goes, Are you armed? And he goes, No. <laughs> it's like, why did yeah. you hesitate? <laughs> why did you hesitate? He's like, I don't know. At first, I thought lying would have been a good thing, but then again, no. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So yeah, we've 
We find we 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 find this bedraggled man who's played by Murray Bartlett. Uh, what's he played by? Murray Bartlett from White Lotus, and I think. Chippendales. Watch Chippendales, guys. Especially guys. <laughs> it's really good. Frank is basically in desperate straits. He was part of a caravan uh, coming from another QZ, trying to get to Boston QZ, but he's the last one alive. Um, he eventually convinces Bill to like let him come in for some food. Uh, he says, eaten in a couple of days. Bill offers him a shower and some Did clothes. You, do you know what I liked? That the bit when, just... when, when he's in the shower and like, Bill, it looks like he wants to go have a look. He's like, yeah. do I have a little peeping, peeping Tom bit? But he doesn't, does he? He's a gent. So, yeah, so Frank comes downstairs all kind of washed up and clean and he's he's like complimenting the fact that he's had a hot shower for the first time God knows how long. Uh, and Bill brings out a really well-presented meal of rabbit and vegetables yeah. and then pours him some Beaujolais. Oh, a red wine. Yeah. Oh, man, imagine if you've been walking around starving, <laughs> trying to just scrap together anything you can and then... And then, yeah, <laughs> and then someone gives you that. And the best thing in about these times, the best thing about wine yeah. as well, you can save you can it. Go me a meal with wine. <laughs> yeah. Well, they make no doubt that there's a wine shop. Yes. yes. Yeah, there is a wine yeah, shop. Across so the road. he's probably got a big oh, supply. So much. There'll be so much. Like one person couldn't go for a wine shop in their lifetime. Yeah. I mean, some also, people win on mine, though. You would just raid <laughs> other people's houses to see what they yeah, had as well, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. After after dinner, uh, Frank had spotted the piano. You know what? When he did this, and... the second I watched this show and I saw that piano, before Frank turned up, I was like, ooh, that's a nice piano. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a Frank. <laughs> You're a fr- you are I'm a Frank. Frank. I'll be like, have a go, please. Have a little go. You love it. Yeah. So he, he has a little go, starts playing some Linda Ronstadt, uh, which Bill tells him to stop. And then Bill says, because he's ruining it. Long, long time. <laughs> yeah, because he's fucking it up. And plays lo- plays and sings the the, the opening verse long long time by Linda Ronstadt, and a lovely song. And then Frank leans down and kisses him. Oh well, well before he kisses him, he, he says, "Who was the girl?" And, and wasn't a girl. Says, there was never yeah, a girl. Never a girl. Yeah, because it wasn't a girl. And yeah, Frank's gay. Frank's gaydar's clearly been bad. I bad, think bad, Frank's bad, gaydar all, was all there when Frank was in the hole, and Frank's smiling all the way through it. In in his head, he's thinking he's handsome, and then. Uh, like um, Bill's hesitating that much because he's like, I haven't seen a person in two years, and wow, look at this George Michael handsome motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's go. He does have a look at George Michael yeah. about him? That's what I'm saying. Even I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, look yeah. at him, look at this Freedom ninety motherfucker. Bring him in. <laughs> so the um, yeah, they set up a romantic relationship. Yeah. And Smash it cut. is single-handedly, <laughs> single-handedly, one of the most beautiful and heartbreaking episodes of anything I've ever seen. <laughs> Their relationship is incredible. No, th- no, it's loved. not incredible. Their relationship is realistic. Realistic. Well, yeah, yeah no, but I mean yeah. the performance. I, I, what I love is the transition from the yeah, them them being in bed together. It's three years later, and they're, and they're having an argument in the street like a normal couple. Like they're, they're just yeah. having a, a normal couple conversation. I, I just kind of love the transition from that awkward first meeting yeah. and um, sex to that. Yeah. And it was just, it's just yeah. perfectly cuts to I, it. But then they make up, don't I, they? They make up that, that, like a normal couple. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was my favorite line in the episode as is, is well as is, where, they, where they're having the argument. 
And it's like, so I've just got to live in this paranoid world of yours where 9-11 didn't happen and the government are Nazis. The government are Nazis! Well, not back then they weren't! <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's such a fucking... It's and the they're arguing over the it's fact so that, that um, Frank wants to renovate some Frank, of the town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wants to paint some of the houses. Please, let me use some of your gas to do it, please. He's like, no, we don't need to. Like, please. But that argument about... Um, him being paranoid and not wanting to do anything that's part of the game law yeah oh yeah yeah. So the, way, the, yeah the way that this obviously changes from the game is we see it all their relationship breaks down because of that in the game yeah and in the game they don't, he, he, he doesn't have like a paradise like that no but it's it's breaks down when you read the note it's clearly broken down because oh yeah they never got they never the, got back because did they, they Bill never got just back can't that. get yeah, he, he's just constantly paranoid. He can't get past certain yeah, things. Whereas, yeah. I, and, that, and that's I felt like that's a little bit of a nod towards that. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I think there's there's a lot also with just um, the way Frank um, kind of turns around because Bill is obviously incredibly capable and he's a survivor, but uh, Frank is Frank, and, and it's that line, "Love me the way I want you to." It's mm-hmm. the it, it's the this is how we show love. This is how we show you know, we're going to have friends and stuff yeah. like that. And it, I love that that sequence because then they have friends because they have Tess and yeah, Joel. I've been speaking to a nice lady on the radio. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I seen a TikTok earlier today of someone like, like holding a radio to their head, to their head uh, and going, no, Joel, we're, we're going to go see the gays. They've got wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course they have. Of course it's... A- of course they're nice, they're yeah. gay. <laughs> and stuff. If if, if you, you were Joe, they're just like, like, I don't want to go. They've got wine. Oh, God. It's been so long since I've had wine. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 you see that was you see them then sat around for for dinner on the front lawn. Um in this wonderfully awkward scene because obviously Frank is really happy to to have friends and he's like showing off to Tess. And you have Joel and uh, Bill sat opposite each other. Bill's got a fucking gun on the table pointed at Joel, and they're just kind of grunting their way through dinner. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They they are the same type of paranoid blokes that don't trust anyone. This is it's an unholy alliance between them both, isn't it? It Tess and Frank are mates. They're just the uh, partners. Do you know what I mean? It's like we've all been to those parties yeah. where you don't want to be there, but it's your wife's mate or your husband's mate, and you're there like. And then if they go to the bathroom together, you're fucked with conversation. You're fucked. We've all been there, mate. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. We've all been and there. I've said it sometimes. Like, what, what football team are you into? And they've gone, man, you. And I'm like, right, that's me and you done. <laughs> that's me and you. <laughs> We're over. <laughs> we'll never be friends. The, um, uh, we, then, we then get a sequence of um, uh, Frank dragging Bill out for a run. Love that. And Bill does not... Bill does not want to go for a Who run. Does, not surprised. No. I wouldn't either. No, we <laughs> just fuck. But we then get we 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 then get this wonderful scene where Frank leads Bill to um, a little garden patch that he's set up, mm. and he's growing strawberries. <sighs> and he and he feed, and he gives he gives Bill a strawberry, and Bill eats it, and he giggles. Yeah, he giggles. Like Schoolgirl, <laughs> G- giggles like a schoolgirl. Because and, and and you get this moment where Bill's guard completely comes down and he has something that's luxurious for the first time in a long time because strawberries aren't essential. The bloody nice you know, though. But what? <laughs> but the but what Frank has done is this wonderful off wonderful offer of kindness, yep. 
and grown him something just to enjoy. <laughs> I do like that Bill wants to bang on the strawberries. He's like, no, not on the strawberries. We're not banging on the strawberries. <laughs> yeah. I just made them. <laughs> what's, just, what's the strawberries? Oh, it's just like, how did you, what did you trade? It's like a gun. He's like, what? It's like, just a small, it's a small one. one. <laughs> just one of the small ones. <laughs> do you reckon it's that gun that Joel's got? Then maybe, who knows? Maybe. Um, but I, I, I love that sequence. And, you know, I think that, I think that was one of the best portrayals in that episode of what true love looks like or can look like. Yeah. Um, yes. We then cut to the. I, I agree. We then cut to the only only action sequence in in that in this episode, where um, Frank is woken up in the middle of the night by uh, raiders come because Joel had warned Bill earlier in, in in the episode that raiders will eventually come. Yeah, that that fence ain't gonna last. And. Yeah, so obviously what Bill's done well, in the meantime is beefed up his be- beefed he's up put his flamethrowers out. <laughs> unless you unless you've got flamethrowers guarding the perimeter. I mean, it works. It clearly works. Yeah. He's got the whole bloody gas main. I, I, I was seen on, I was seen online as well. I, I need to get offline sometimes. Someone was saying flamethrowers don't work like that. You wouldn't just set them fire like that. I'm like, do you know how flamethrowers work? They, they, they also throw like, pr- like petroleum on you as well. It's not just fire. Is this liquid in a flamethrower yeah. as well? You will fucking incinerate. It's liquid that sticks to you. <laughs> you will go up. Yeah, and so Frank gets his gun and runs out and sees Bill in the middle of the street shoot, shooting wildly at these uh, raiders, trying to encourage. Did them you know, it reminded traps. me of that. This, this, which, which I, I've, I've seen. I've seen, sorry, I've seen so many people on Reddit saying Bill is a prepper. Why, why is he stood in the middle of the street firing? He's, like, he's luring them into the trap. And he also has. A, I also. He also, I also been a prepper think... for decades. <laughs> Yeah, I also think that this is showing how Bill's let his guard down because mm. because of his time with Frank, he, he's he's let he's let his guard down a little bit. He never expected Raiders to come, and his his um, instinct now is he he wants to protect what he loves. He's, so he just goes out there, yeah. guns blazing. He's, and doesn't he think does. about it. His first instinct is just just go go for the attackers and yes. doesn't think about the fact that he's just stood in the middle of the street. He, do, he, he does what's happened to me in, in the past. I mean, I've not killed raiders outside my house, but I've had people try and break in my garden and I didn't wake my wife up. I just went down myself to protect them. Do you know what I mean? You go down yourself and check yeah. it all out first. And then if you really do need someone, you can shout them. But I would never, if someone was trying to get into my house, I'd never wake anyone else up first. I'd, mm. I'd automatically you you'd do the same, wouldn't you? Stig? You'd just jump straight down. Yeah, I just I just think it's his instinct. Yeah. is the reason why he stood in the middle of the street. He's not thinking. He's he's yeah. he's purely just yeah. He's, he's zoned in on I have to protect what I love. And Gad- that, gadget's right though. Tactically, he's not thinking. That will lead him into traps. Yeah, yeah, but it also, as it shows, leaves him vulnerable. Ah, but yeah, but he he only gets shot when he spots Frank and takes his eye off the rails. So I think it's I think it's about fifty yeah. fifty. I think he'd still get shot though, because he the raiders Probably, would still yeah. get a shot off if he's just stood there. Yeah. So the, so this is the moment where we get to see how capable Frank he's is. He's a medic as well. Because Frank helps him inside, pours some whiskey on that wound, and digs the yeah. bullet out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill's absolutely sure he's gonna die. Yeah, because tell Joel, get get Joel. Well, yeah. I mean, they yeah. make it look like he's di- he died yeah. at the end of the scene. Because he closed his eyes. eyes. Oh close yeah. Eyes. <laughs> yeah. We all we all know Christ. when you close your eyes, you're dead. <laughs> then we then we get to the hard shit. Big time jump, isn't because it? Because big, it's a six or six or seven year time jump, basically to the present yeah. time, so to twenty yeah, twenty-three. Old man, so we jumped twenty years yeah. across Bill's whole timeline. Yeah, in total. Yeah, yeah. you you see uh, Frank 
sat on the porch in a wheelchair. They both look significantly older at this point. Um, he's got some degenerative illness. Obviously, they don't know what it is because there's it's no doctors, like, no MRI like, machines. They actually make a joke like about that. MS no or, door to door MRI it's like MS or ALS or yeah. Because like he that, said there it? was no. He said there was no cure when you know things were normal. Yeah. So yeah. it must be something that's yeah, just one of them motor neuron conditions. I think that's what it is. Yeah. 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 So Bill, Bill's effectively become Frank's yes. carer. And he's helping Frank all around the house. And he puts him to bed. And then in the morning, Bill wakes up and Frank has got himself out of bed into his chair. He says, oh, I took all night, but I got here. <laughs> yeah, he did. Did you see and then, he got up at like five or something to do it? <laughs> took him fucking ages. Yeah. And uh, and then he said he's 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 made he's made a decision. And I I've just I've got the quote here, um, which I really like it. Um it says, I've had a lot of bad days. I've had the bad, bad days with you too. I've had bad days with you too. But I've had more good days with you than anyone else. Just give me one more good day. Because Frank's decided that he doesn't Euthanasia. want to live like this. He can't live like this. Um, and he comes up with a plan that they are going to spend the day together. They're going to go and get dressed up. They're going to get yep. married. Frank uh, Bill's going to cook them a lovely meal. And then he's going to crush up his med- uh, cr- crush up painkillers into his wine. And he will drink it happily and then go to sleep. Do you know what? And they do all these I- things. Actually, a little touch that I really liked when, as the old, old men they are now, is that Bill's using his resources to water plants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The it's, house it's looks great. It's got to the point where, like, yeah, it, it, it's about just living together and enjoying, enjoying life your last moments. Yeah, and not stressing out about the fact that oh, I'm, I'm using up precious water yeah. to water plants. I know. He's just wandering well. around watering his plants, and, and I thought it was a really nice touch, like. It shows how far he's come. Yeah, and and Frank Frank's painting, yeah. and then and then uh, and then it gives him a little wink, doesn't he? As well, like that's how that's it's. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's like it's like that. If if obviously Frank wasn't poorly, they'd just be two old old a two two a, a couple two old two old lads just living the retirement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. Yes, lovely, and 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 the meal that he cooks as well is the same as the, the same, same meal that he gave him yes. when they first met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they have the meal, and then uh, Bill makes a show of t- of taking the crushed up pills, pouring them into a glass of wine, stirring it around, hands it to Frank. Frank drinks it. Then he pours another two glasses of wine, and he drinks it down. And Frank just says to him, "There were pills in the wine as well, wasn't there?" Enough to kill a horse, yep. and Frank, uh, not Frank, uh, Bill gives his little wonderful speech, which ends with, "I'm old, I'm satisfied, and you were my purpose." Yep, Shakespeare. Which that's set. That's that, that sent me. That just it's Shakespeare. Me. It's Shakespeare. That it's all Shakespeare. It's um, it's like Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, where you yeah. expect, oh, Frank's gonna continue living in his in his honor, but this is where I differ from. 99% of people I've discussed about this. Everyone's saying it's the most heartbreaking thing they've ever seen. I think it's one of the most moments of brave bravery I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. I, I was smiling my ass off at this moment, and it sounds like, oh, he's a sociopath. No, I was smiling because that is the single most, like, like I think romantic. It's, 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 it's romantic, not in the, in, in the sexual romance. I'm romanticizing a romancing tale. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's it's the most yeah. chivalrous. It's it's him saying, 
if we're going to go, this is our blaze of glory, we're going to go together and we're going to be together. And that's bravery to its fans. Frank, uh, uh, what's his name? Bill, Bill could have Bill. killed himself years before he met Frank from his isolation. You know what I mean? But yeah. this is a man that's gone, you became my purpose and now you've gone, we're done. We're, we're tapping out. And I think that's why I was smiling. I weren't sad. Everyone's like, Mascara on. And I weren't sad. I was so happy for them. They are the only people we've yeah. met I mean, so you, far that so have I, had a life during this. So before they, before mm. it was revealed that he'd drunken the wine as well, knowing what happens in the game in that Frank is dead and Bill isn't, he's yeah. a bitter old man. Yeah. I then expected the next to get episode. to a point, the next, not the next episode, but the, the next little jump yeah. would be them turning up to now. And and yeah. and, and thingy and uh, Joel turning up and him being a bitter old man because he's lost the one that yeah. the man that he loved. Yeah. I, I thought that's yeah. where they were going because I even said to Kate when I was watching, it, I goes, "Just imagine that like that's the only person he's been with and he's gone. for all this time. Now he's gone. I was like, what would you do? I'd do exactly what what Bill does. I probably would Without do as well. A but I just, of a doubt, mate. Yeah, but I, I just thought because of what we know from the game. I thought that it, that's why Bill is not. Bill is now going to go from this person to being a bitter old man because he's alone. I and, think this is a commentary from. I much prefer this. Yeah, this, this is a this mm, is a commentary from the yeah. the director and writers and stuff saying this is not the game. Do you know what I mean? This is the this is this is the first yeah. episode where they've gone. This is not the game, guys. It's based on did, the game. I, yeah, I did like the tweet that Neil Druckmann sent out, which was, uh, "Why is everyone crying? This was the happy I episode." I think it, this is this is what I, exactly what I was feeling. I I've never be, I, I've watched all these apocalypse stuff like that, and I think that was they are the only people we're probably ever going to meet in this show that have had a life during all this, and yes, a very very, very good, so. happy, normal, healthy life. And that's why I think it was a happy ending. Do you know what? It sounds weird for me to say that, but. I yeah. was brave. I, I wasn't sad. I was grinning. I was so happy for him. So we, we, we get this lovely final scene where um, Frank says, "Take yeah. me to bed," and you, you, you see just the shot from behind them as they push down the hallway, and the soundtrack has little um, strains of long, long time playing in the background. Um, they go into the bedroom, and the door closes, and then we cut to Joel and Ellie appearing at the yeah. gate. Uh, Joel still knows the code yep. to get in. So he, so he gets can, in. Can we just they look in the house? Skip back a little bit quickly. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, it it was. I just want to touch on the part in the in the um, gas station with Joel and Ellie. We we just oh, we yeah, just yeah, skipped we over that, a little bit there because there's two things of significance in there. Is one Ellie's fascination with that infected and the way that she cuts yeah. it and then stabs it. She gets a kill. But there's just something about this Ellie compared to the game. Like, she's... I don't know how to put it, but she's just a bit more... There's a darkness. Dark, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Cause, darkness, cause, there's more of a darkness there. Yeah, yeah, she's less innocent in this than she's no, in, the, I, I, in the game. In the game, I feel like she's quite... She's still a child, and in, in, in this show, it seems like kids at her age are forced to be more adult by this point. Yeah, she's constantly trying well, to get a gun as well. Yeah. Well, in, I mean, in in the in the game, she is she has an anger towards. Yeah, the, she does. She the hates them. She kicks them about a few times, doesn't she? Yeah, but 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 this there is a darkness there. It's like a dark, dark morbid fascination with. Which them. wouldn't you? True. Yeah, 
Probably. Yeah. But yeah, there's this fascination. Joel's probably had his moment where he's cut open a little one and just had a look. Years ago, do you know what I mean? I think I reckon everyone would have done that if killed one. Yeah. And there's also a little little moment with Ellie, what she's looking for is tampons. Tampons. And she, it was just point. It's not necessarily what she's looking for, but she and finds she, she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was pointed out on, on a forum I go on about how refreshing that kind of was yeah. to see. Yeah. And how even she's a teenage girl in the presence of this older man she barely knows, but she just owns it. This one. Like, yeah, I need yeah. these. This one. It, did, did, go on, did, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, there is what, there's, there's one little problem with it, though. That, um, Tampons have a cell yeah, by date. used by date. <laughs> yeah, she but could, let's... She could tox, toxic shock before. Yeah, yeah, they won't be good. Forget about her. that. Just, <laughs> it was, let's it was, just go with the, sim, it, the symbolism It was also it. a character development know, moment. Like, this is uh, a post-pubescent lady. Do you know what I mean? This is... Yes. Yeah. But uh, there's, there's an incremental moment in the sequel. I'm not going to draw any spoilers, but there's a moment where there's a group of people, traders, and they are trading tampons as well. You know what I mean? It's become a precious commodity. And that's years later. Yeah, really. Do you know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, yeah. Things that we take yeah. for toilet roll. Toilet roll's a big one as well. Well, she t- she does take yeah. toilet roll, doesn't she? Toilet yeah, roll becomes yeah, currency yeah. in one of, in, in, I think it's in the second one again. It's a currency. I mean, it's something that's simple This, this is where, if you remember back when I was talking about the wrench, this is the next time that Joel does, leaves his gun, and I know he says, I haven't got enough bullets, but you still got use bullets. It until you- <laughs> Use it until your bullets run out. Yeah. I think what <laughs> then we get rid true. of the gun. I think this is. Do you know when? Um, it's like a cash I, in it. No, I think. I think it's also a callback to the last episode where Tess says to him, "Can't we just have that little moment of hope?" I feel like this is this is his honouring her, saying, "Oh, there might be a future where I need this gun later on down the line." I think before this point, yeah. Joel's like, "There's never going to be a future," but now this is like a maturity for his character. Like, I'll save this for me later. Do you get what I mean? That, oh, I think it is just, it's meant to be for other people as well to use, yes, isn't it? Yes, like, like, like However, an Oregon there is another moment thing. regarding weapons. Oh, God. <laughs> so, didn't, um, didn't they get enough? Was... <laughs> he didn't take any. Sk- that was the problem. <laughs> Bill had a wall full of guns, and she even mentions okay, it. Okay. And it annoyed me that he didn't right. take any of those guns. <laughs> Always a Goliath. Yeah. Skip, 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 skipping back to the end of the episode, yes. So uh, Joel and Ellie walk into the house. They see it hasn't been disturbed in a while. The, f- the leftovers are rotting still on the dining table. Joel tries to like see if they're asleep in the bedroom, and Ellie finds Bill's note. And Bill has left the keys to his truck and a note which basically says, uh, which is basically for Joel, but assuming that someone it, else He says, find whoever it, finds everyone, this, I think probably says, Joel. <laughs> yeah, probably Joel, yeah. Um, and even has that Ron Swanson moment where he says, uh, says, you know, people will be, anyone who tries to get through my traps will get killed. He, 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 yeah. he, 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 <laughs> he, he, he. Like, I don't like you, Joel. <laughs> he, 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 he says like, we weren't exactly friends, but we were kind of friends, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it has the, it, it has the end quote. Uh, this is the last quote I'm going to bring up for this episode. Um, where he's kind of explaining why he's, decided who he did, and he says, there was one person worth saving. That's what I did. I saved him. Then I protected him. That's why men like you and me are here. We have a job to do, and God help any motherfuckers who stand in our way. Yeah. And it, 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 it does, she's reading it out to him, and then she, she makes a pause, doesn't she? Because yeah. he says, you need to do this for Tess. And this is the moment where it's... Joel breaks down when he, he, he takes the letter and he goes outside, doesn't he? And it 
oh, I like that bit. That's a really fucking strong moment. That's that's his first morning phase in it. If if you get me, you know what I mean. Yeah, but Bill's got Bill's got everything Joel needs. He's got a car. He's got a battery in the fridge. Um, they they charge it up. They shower. They get guns. changed. El, El, <laughs> yeah, El, Ellie puts on the t-shirt from the game. They both put the put clothes on from the game. He puts the the, the yep. shirt on from the yep. game. Yep. Um, they get into the car. Ellie is. It very is the truck from the game as well. Car. It is the truck yep. from the game. Piece of shit, as Joel um, calls it. Joel. T- <laughs> Yeah, Joel tells her to buckle up and she's got no idea he what goes, he means. He goes, seatbelt, and she goes, and he... <laughs> what the fuck's that? <laughs> what the fuck's that? What's a seatbelt? Yeah. There's like a spaceship. No, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's but again, calling back to Oodles talking earlier about her obsession with mm. spaceships. She, she, yeah. she sees it as a spaceship. Because she's obsessed yeah. with it. She's probably seen films or read books like Apollo 13 and read books. That's all she's got. You know what I mean? She's raising a QZ. There's, you she won't be watching fucking planes, trains, and automobiles in that QC. Highly unlikely. It'd be all stuff that's like no. propaganda stuff. You know what I mean? Mm, war war stuff. stuff. That's it. Breeding child soldiers. Yeah. So the, the they get in the car. They they drive out. She finds a cassette, which is again this is a sequence from yep. the game, but not the same no. song. And it's Linda Ronstadt. Long, long time. And it plays, and you see, and it's this wonderful shot. The you see from uh, Bill and Frank's bedroom window, window the, open, uh, the drapes yeah. kind of like, f- f- yeah, window open for yeah. the smell. The but the the drapes flapping in the wind, and you see the car drive off into the distance. And I burst into fucking tears. Did you Because really? <laughs> that was so. Because it was so good. Mm. Like it was tears of happiness as well. But everything about that. In- that entire episode is so good. And I'm really fucking pissed off with Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin that we got them for one episode. I want a whole fucking show about those two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd take a full season of them. <laughs> I would. The, the, the pair of them need to win Emmys or whatever for I, this. I mean, have you seen White Lotus? Have you seen White like, Lotus? I think I you'd like no. it, mate. I think you'd like it. And again, our joke about the Chippendales show is decent and he's good in that. I do yeah. like as well how... Um, it, well, it's not exactly the same. Having that window shot from the side is the, looks exactly like the game. Well, more or less. Like, the, like not. It's like the title, title opening. opening yeah, uh, yeah. The, the menu screen from the game. Yeah. That's window on the side. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, but it is. It's a nice it's little nod. Absolutely a nod. One million percent. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Good shit. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? This show so far. Oh, it's yeah, it's so been... good. So... Been decent. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Just went on the forum and like on our Discord and on I say oh, on Roma went there and everyone's just praising how good it was. It just I just went out on that on there and I was just like, there's not much more I can say really. Everyone's said it's incredible. I said I said it in our Discord. That's probably the best hour or so um, of television I've watched in about a decade. There's um there's something something actually just just the last thing I kind of want to say on that last episode. Pip put this in our in our Discord. And I just kind of wanted to read it out because I just think this she's hit the nail on the head with it. Uh, she said, "I love that that in a show that has been so true to the source material, even down to the logos on T-shirts and the color saturation, they would choose to give Bill and Frank the ending they deserved and not have it be a bitter storyline full of hatred and regret. The writers literally chose love over hate and skillfully used the note to link back to the main characters. Some people are survivors and some are dreamers. Survivors protect the dreamers. Dreamers rescue the survivors. Joel is a survivor." Ellie's the dream. Mm. Yeah, like they, they, they've, well they, they've used, yeah, they've used put. Bill and Frank um, as a um, 
analogy for Jewel and Ellie. They are, but yeah, 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 absolutely. Ellie, Ellie would have got on swimmingly with Frank, and as much as Joel yes. and uh, Bill don't admit it, they probably are mates. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they probably both like watching the same shows when they were younger. They look similar-ish age. They'll they'll know things. They'll have references. Yeah, it's, what again? Like like I said earlier, I find this. I don't think we're going to get a happy episode like this ever again. Now, that was that was them giving no. us a. You've just had two intense episodes. This is your last bit of happiness. It's going to get worse from here. I mean, I mean, I mean, the the events to come up probably because the next episode's Pittsburgh. Oh, that bit. Oh, if it's anything like the game, <laughs> if it's anything like the game. Mm. But yeah, it's it, I, again. I don't want to make people think I'm a sociopath, but it didn't make me cry. It made me smile the whole episode, even the the suicide. I was just like, "God, you brave fuckers! You absolute brave, lovely yeah. bastards!" Mm. I, I just like the the way they told the story. I think it was just better done better than the game. It, it, you know, so people complain about. Oh, it, I was waiting for that the scenes where they were running around Lincoln and. Yeah, like, someone, want, someone, like, someone instead Pop- were like, where's the bloater boss in that episode? Like, fuck off. <laughs> the bloater boss will come, but what did you expect? Like, did you want to see Pedro Pascal hung upside down, sh- trying to shoot infected and running around town trying to get bits for a battery? No, yeah. that, that's boring. Like, we've got plenty of other episodes that we can do that shit in. Like, this was just yeah. a really beautifully well told I also love saw story. someone saying, Ellie never found Mortal Kombat in the game. Like, fucking shut up. Uh, yeah, pick, it doesn't have to be exactly angle. the same. Pick a different yeah. angle in your life. But I like the note. This note is better than Way the better. note. The note in the game yeah. is from Frank. It's full of it's bitterness sad. and hatred towards Bill. Yeah. Bill doesn't get a moment with Frank before we've... If you've not played the game, for context, in the game, Bill, um, Frank and Bill fall out. Yeah. Frank goes They haven't seen each other for a few leave. weeks, have they? Yeah, and he gets infected and he hangs himself. Yes. And there's a scene where Bill and Joel and Ellie are running away from infected. They go into a house and Bill and Joel are arguing and he mentions Tess and then they notice the body hanging. Yeah. And Frank says, like, he was my partner. You can tell that there was something more than just friends, like the way he reacts. And when, the way when you read the reaction, the way well. he speaks, the way the, the note feels like it's a breakup note. Like, yeah. there's. Yeah. And I just found this love story. Better and than, in the in, in the game, well, there might have been in the game. It's like yes, they were a gay couple, but it's not really no. specifically said. You've got to kind of piece it together. But also, like Frank gets yeah. that typical, we're writing this character out of this game, death, doesn't it? You go, I'm gonna shoot and yes. I'm gonna kill them all while yeah. you escape. All right, and, I, and <laughs> also in the game, he because of his bitterness, he kind of warns Joel about looking after Ellie. It basically says she'll get you killed mod doesn't he like you'll end up like frank yeah if you do, if you do this whereas i think in now it's more it's more hope it's like look after the one like i did he means tess in the show hmm. it's not tess because obviously tess is dead but that's trans that's transferring over to ellie i just prefer that yeah i've i've actually uh confused myself as well like i can't even did, did bill actually die in the game no no, no, he just, no. He just says, I'm staying just in tells town, him, doesn't he? He basically just tells him yeah, to leave. Yeah, I remember now. truck and leaves. That's, yeah. He leaves him, he's bitter, he's Yeah, they're not mates. Annoyed. Yep. Get out and of my fucking town. I That's did... what he says, doesn't he? Get out of my fucking town. Yeah, after that episode, if that had ended with Bill 
being a bitter old man telling Jill to fuck off. Yeah. It just would have just... It would have been a little... We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have liked him. Because you're not supposed no. to like him in the game, are you? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, at the end of this long rambling love fest for this, I am just going to point out um, the negative reactions this has had because we're going to talk about it now and not talk about it in the other two episodes that we're doing of this. Um, because the usual suspects on the internet have decided to be a bunch of cunts. Um, and there are two things that have kicked off. Uh, there seem to be a lot of people who are very concerned that Bella Ramsey is not hot enough to play Ellie, which weirds that me out. That fucks me. That's... that's... <laughs> That yeah, is the weirdest us. things I've seen this week. She's I'm not like, pretty enough. Just <clears throat> fuck off. Like, and she's doing a yeah. fucking awesome and job. Stop trying to fancy like, kids. She is. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. 14 in the show. Stop it. Um, and the other, the other one is quite naturally a lot of fucking homophobes have kicked off about episode three. They're saying, they're saying and... this is the tick box episode, the tick box episode, the rainbow episode. Fuck off. They were gay in the fucking game. If you didn't pick up on that, that is just that was just you being an idiot. And there are people going, oh, they weren't gay in the game. Yes, they were. There's there's a lot of gay subtext in the games. When you find when you find when you find Frank's body in the game, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. What more do you need to know? Man was screaming. (laughs) He's a fucking bear, isn't he? Absolute bear. But it. So at at the minute, long long time has a seven point nine on IMDb. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. Fifty one thousand ten ratings, twenty eight thousand one ratings, and when you look at the demographics, all of the all, all of the male age groups have it rated in the eights. All of the female age group, uh, uh, female demographic have it rated in the nines. And I rate it in the ten. It's yeah, it is. Um, it is very bitter homophobic people who are just kicking off because I, I can guarantee if they had an episode like this where it was two women in this kind of relationship no! they would not have complained oh, that, that was and, and their that excuse the whole excuse hiding behind oh they changed the story and it was it was the story I didn't like yeah, that was, that's not the reason no one's stupid we know the reason but I don't let's let's not give them too much just we're not giving them too much airtime but it, 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 it is yeah. just something to bring up because it is a conversation around it but ultimately, we absolutely adore this show. We've we've adored every episode. It has it has gone from strength to strength. No worries, that, me uh, now. We're gonna get a lull this next episode. The next episode's gonna have to be either a lull or something spectacular because it's not. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna, gonna be the bloat of us. Just on story the bloat of us is happening. And Steve's gonna be so happy because then he turns around and it turns out Joel's got loads of guns in back at car. Arnold Schwarzenegger, commando. <laughs> <laughs> he's even gonna like he's gonna run around these speedos and put loads of camouflage on him. I, I think though, like I said earlier, I think this is the director's way of saying this isn't the game. This is an adaptation of the game. So expect the unexpected. And I mean I mean I think we definitely are gonna have one ep- uh, one more episode like this because uh episode I think eight is uh, sorry, episode seven will be left behind. So that's gonna be separate from the main Can't story. Wait for that. Yep. Um, yeah, that one's going to be excellent. Uh, but yeah, so the, so episode four is Pittsburgh. So I'm interested. The to things see what that happen in there. Pittsburgh I mean, on the game, what... I won't mention anything. But <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah, there's some rough, rough shit happens there. Actually, there is a blow there. Is, there. there so, is a blow yeah, boss there. Out... Yeah, we'll get. We'll and there's lots maybe. of water. But yeah. <laughs> 
bottles of water and it's it's it, it's it's not a no, happy Pitts- time for Pittsburgh, anybody. Uh, when, when you actually play the game and I do a P- Pittsburgh chapter, I'm like, oh, this is where the actual hard bit of the game turns up. This is hard. This bit, sh- <laughs> this shit's hard. And, and, and there's some moments in Pittsburgh that I think we might get a really sad episode coming up in the next couple of two or three episodes, like really like crying. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, what happens in the oh, game? Oh, this huge. This how they're going to? F- I know, but I'm just trying to think how they're going to fit all this into six more episodes. I mean, they they must be long episodes as well. Well, they're going to cut. They're going to cut out gas pipe puddle, puzzles, swimming sections. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Left Behind will certainly be a longer episode hour and a half. I reckon a self 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 contained story. And I think. I mean, I'm just just looking at the episode titles. They haven't announced the, the last episode title, but I think when we are in need is going to be the super dark one. I think that one yes. is going to be yes because because that's the winter. moment. Yeah, and you know what happens Which, in winter. That that's the episode that I think Troy Baker is going to turn up in. I think he's going to be that person. You know? Yeah, oh, do I you think, think? Troy Baker is going to be oh, that person? Oh, that that would yeah, be a good show. I thought since I've heard that he's in it, I'm like. Oh, he's a skinny, spindly, creepy motherfucker, Tribeca. <laughs> okay, lis- listeners, we'll let you know if we're right on that one in uh, in the middle I'm of de- March. I think I'm, I think <laughs> I, I think I'm right. I think I'm right on that one. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there because we could Karen speculating, and this is obviously a spoiler cast, but we don't want to spoil the full coming, the, the future coming story because obviously we know mm-hmm. what happens roughly, and um, we don't know what, where they're going to take this though. Like I said, none of us expected long, long time. So, hey ho. Um, so yes, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll do another one of these after episode six, uh, so that'll come towards the end of February, and then we'll do a wrap up after episode nine. And the series ends, which will be somewhere around the middle of March. Thank you all for listening. Make sure make sure that you come back and check out our main podcast, Modern Escapism. Also check out our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Do Dragon Streamers Scorch Sheep, um, Smash That Glass, which is our, our female focused podcast that Candy Machine does, and Deep Dive Lounge, which is Oodles interviewing our friends and the people that we love, the Highbrow Lowbrow podcast. But yeah, just you can find out all of this stuff on modernescapism.co.uk. You can also check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash modernescapism, uh, where you can support us from anywhere from as little as a pound per month plus VAT all the way up to £7.50 a month plus VAT and get everything that we do. Uh, but check it out, support us. We love you all for doing it. Or at the very least, just tell your friends about us because... That helps us immeasurably. You never know. Leave a review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts as well. That's also a good one. But yes, thank you for listening and good night. Ready? Yes. (sighs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. I traded Joel and Tess one of your guns for a packet of seeds. Which gun? A little one.
I'm sorry. For what? Getting older faster than you. Oh, I like you older. Older means we're still here. What? I was never afraid before you showed up. No, I'm the strawberries. <laughs> 